0: He stopped him. He stopped him. Nice block! Wow! Great penetration. Surge through the middle of that Michigan State. First and goal. Mike Muffett. Outstanding
1: play. Two words, okay? Two words. It's chop and it's relentless. Okay? Everything we do is chop. Everything we do is
0: relentless, and we do it for each other. You do it for the guy next to you. Everybody. Hey, this is what we here for, man. This is why we play this game, man. This is why we came to Michigan State, bro, to play in big games like this, bro. Remember, when the fourth quarter hits, it's here. Okay? It's here. We're gonna look at each other in eye. Everybody's gonna look at each other and say, I did everything that I could do to win this game for you. Is everybody good? Yes, sir. Go green! Go White! Thorne got one-on-one coverage, and it's caught! Touchdown, Reed! The receiver screens at the tight end, Carr, Carr, running like a truck downfield. And the take out takeout is doing yourself, kit and runs it all the way down to the 11-yard line. Hodland shoots it right through, on the blitz, off the corner, they get to him, back at the 30-yard line. Play fake, little pressure off the edge, downfield on the post! What a catch by Nail! Connor Hayward on the fake, and he'll pick up the first down. He's going to be sent back at the 20-yard line by Jacob Slade. Thorne down the middle. Caught. Touchdown. What a grab. Connor Hayward. Goes deep. The other side of the field. Caught. Touchdown, Reed. He rocked the baby to sleep and made the catch. Let's go! and they get it, Nailer, with a little picked off, into the arms of Halliday, and Halliday, gonna have a new year's holiday, room service, ring it up, Sparty! Fuck celebrate today, let's get it man, happy new year! In the veins, man.
1: That, that win right
0: there was, was what we were all about. We've been about that the entire season. There's not enough words, man, to describe how I feel about you guys. And I know
1: the coaches feel the same way. Uh, the, best, the best is ahead. Okay, but even I'm gonna be celebrating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. How are you doing, everybody? It's Jason Stray on with your my co-host, Brian Masalam. Had a little technical difficulty. But how are you doing, Brian? I'm fantastic. How are you? <laughs> Great. Got Paul Bunyan in the middle. Hanging out. How about that Peach Bowl win? How'd you feel about that? Great. Yeah. 11 wins. You're talking about Michigan State having 11 wins when many prognosticators, people in Vegas and everyone else, I mean, the best numbers I heard, and even myself, like, shame on me. I thought six wins based on the talent that was on the roster. Some people, I think the over under was four and a half wins. But 11 and two for Michigan State. Mel Tucker and his staff, what they've got going, the momentum is something special, Brian.
2: You know, you can't teach it. I mean, it's, it's um, the energy, the momentum behind the program. Alex, do you have that video um, after the game? You have that for us at all? Because I'll tell you what, um, really what, when you look at what Coach and the program has accomplished, it's absolutely something that, uh, you know, all of us should be proud of as Spartans, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you look, at, uh, you look at the injuries that we've had. You look at uh, really when you talk about, you know, from A to Z, right, uh, being 11-2, and two, uh, you talk about some of the injuries we had on the O line. Talk about some of the uh, the injuries that we've we've seen the throughout secondary. the year. Secondary. And and you just cannot help but think right about the culture, the attitude, the way the program responds, and the belief they have in Mel Tucker, and the belief they have in the program and. And, and the way that, that we expect to win. And when you're talking about being down 21-10 heading into the fourth quarter yeah, in a New Year's Six Bowl, um, there's just really not much more to say because you can't teach that, that confidence and that swag.
1: No. I mean, you, you really can't teach it, uh, but it's something that when you see a, a team taking on the identity of their leader – that is it when you talk about swag and confidence that's mel tucker and by the way happy birthday mel coach happy birthday happy birthday brother 50th birthday for mel tucker big 50 outstanding we celebrated for you before the uh the show
2: Brian lost the microphone in the process. You look thirty-five, Coach. <laughs> Not you, you, a day older. You gonna look about sixty-five in about two years, but you look thirty-five right now. Oh no, no, no! He's gonna keep it young, man. You know that's how, <laughs> look, you, the wins keep you
1: young. I know that much. You know, especially if you're good with how you get the wins, and I know he knows how to do that uh, from his days uh, at all the different stops he's had from the SEC, uh, you know, obviously starting off at Michigan State, coming full circle after getting uh, 10 years in the NFL back to Michigan State. Mel Tucker knows how to win, and that's evident in the way that he carried about the business this year in the 2021 season by winning, uh, as you said, 11 games, two losses. But the Peach Bowl, 21-10, to 10, down 21-10, to 10. And scoring twenty-one unanswered points. I mean, they even did it. They they even scored that that Galladay Halliday, not Galladay 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 Halliday. Come on, man! What you said, <laughs> Halliday Cal Halliday Galladay Cal Halliday Cal Halliday scored that pick six at the end, <laughs> and it was really over. It was the that was for everybody. I think they were down by, they were up by three at that point. And, you know, those odds makers, they talk about what it was, I think it was a three point sprint.
2: Three and a half, three and a half. There you go, three
1: and a half. We
2: don't, we don't care about points. But Just I'm win telling, the game.
1: I telling, no, 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 no. Because I remember there was so many coaches, not not coaches, everybody on the sideline was telling Halliday to get down, get down. They wanted him to slide, but the kid said, uh uh-uh, uh, I got to score. And he did. So it was uh, an exciting win. For Michigan State, exciting win for those uh, alumni who partake a little bit, too.
2: You know, but, straight talk about um, your experience over the years, right, this year. 11-2, and two, um, and let's just be honest. I mean, we caught lightning in a bottle with uh, K-9, and we head into this game, a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, you know, we looked at uh, – we've had a lot of – a lot of injuries not to make excuses all right but just heading into a bowl game of this nature and a lot of distractions uh a lot of potential players heading uh pro and you know when you talk about the preparation of this game you know you've been involved in a lot of bowl games what what do you think tell me what you know when you when you looked at the preparation of this we saw you very close with coach you know uh, talking to him in in, in the tunnel Tell me the difference in, in preparation this week as opposed to uh, pr- prior years.
1: You know, I think it was fun. I think that the players were in right. a very upbeat mindset. And, and they feed off of what the coaching staff gives them. They had time to get some some recovery, some rest. They had some time to, you know, get away from the game for a while and then come back and get back to basics. You saw guys that were able to <laughs> walk past the camera. You saw guys that were able to get back to basics and fundamentals and, and learn and, and advance their, their, um, their skill set and, and learn their craft a little bit better so that they can play in a game of this caliber. You look at, what reminds me of this is, you know, you look at guys who didn't have a lot of playing time you know, uh, going into the bowl game. But at the bowl game, you know, you had guys having their first starts, man. You know, you had had some, some, some big fellas doing some big things out there. And because of the bowl preparation, it's like another spring, as we talked about before, having another spring practice, more reps, understanding the game, getting away from the game and then coming back to the game advances the way that you look at things. Spencer Brown, big fella, had his first start at right tackle and absolutely dominated out there. You know, I know that we lost Jarvis, Kevin Jarvis, who we're going to talk about here in a second to the NFL draft, but when you look at what Spencer Brown was able to do on that right side of the offensive line, I mean, he took out one of their best players. Playing them straight up, swiping the hands, getting them down, and getting them out of the ball game, man. I mean, that's real. T- that's that's tough stuff. And I've seen that young man work, and seen the way he's advanced his craft and gotten better. That's a credit to what Coach Cap is doing on that offensive line. Coach Tucker is doing by motivating and pushing that young man. And they, these are guys that they didn't even recruit yet. So once they continue this, and you get more of the stat, uh, the the players that. The staff is targeting, which we are very excited about. Once they arrive to campus, Ryan, it, the sky is the limit for what this team can do when they actually have the guys that they really want to go after and get.
2: You know, when you think about this, this is the sixth time in school history that we have had 11 wins. That's it. Sixth time. The sixth time in school history. That's 125 years. 125 years and we've been around this game a long time. We understand this game. We know how hard it is to win this game. And for them to be able to pull this off with quite frankly um you know a, a roster that that um that that is, you know, needs improvement, that is going to be improved, that is going to be one day one of the top one of the top recruiting classes, quote unquote, you know, in, in our opinion, Jason and I, when we looked and dissected the classes and dissected the future, you know, this is probably, I would say, the first time in our, in our lifetime that we believe that we're going to hoist a natty. I mean, this is something that we, we honestly and truly believe that we are going to compete for a national championship one day. When we looked at the roster, we looked at the results, a week in and a week out. And we saw, I mean, because we watched matchups, we watch film, we've seen, you know, the way our, our front seven has played, both on, on defense has played, our offensive line has played, and we've watched the way that we've handled uh, pressure, the way we've handled stress, strain, deep water, whatever you want to call it. When we we watched all of that, you know, a lot of that we felt was, belief in in coach tucker belief in the staff belief in buying into to the philosophy and to the culture and the next phase now becomes uh um bringing in you know those four and five star young men that can uh take this program to the next level and Jason, tell us how excited you are about that. I'm
1: extremely excited because you talk about bringing the. It sounds so cliche when you talk about bringing in more four and five star talent. But <laughs> look at the college football playoff. You know, eliminate the two teams, one team, let's say, for instance, that lost in Cincinnati. Hell, in on a Arbor? coaching job. Where? Ann Arbor, you know, they Destroyed lost. Destroyed? They lost. Or lost? They, 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 they got beat. But if you take those. Three of the four teams, collectively, that were in the college football playoffs. And obviously, the two teams are going to be playing for the national title next week. Look at their recruiting status. Look at their recruiting rankings. Look at the roster. You can't deny this stuff, guys. This is real. I know that we had gotten to a certain point at Michigan State by recruiting... You know, two- and three-star guys, unknown guys. But those same things like, you know, Le'Veon Bell being a two-star. Those days are Dark over. Way is Denar being a two-star. They, they wouldn't be a two-star in 2021, 2022. They wouldn't be. Because the way that the, the, the sophistication, the evolution of the evaluation of high school talent has gotten bigger. It's gotten better it absolutely has so they're, those guys aren't they're not missing on those guys anymore so it's a true testament to talent on talent when you look at how they measure up team by team roster to roster and Alabama and Georgia have the best recruiting classes year over year than anyone else that is why they are in the national championship game so so What is happening here, you see a coach who didn't have top five, top ten, top 15, top 20, top 25 talent on the roster, but was able to still finish in the top ten. I mean, let's do the math here. Let's do the math. Michigan State is definitely on the upswing, definitely. When you talk about the ability, the coaching ability for Michigan State, Mel Tucker and his staff to motivate players, to motivate guys to not only want to play for him, but also the newer guys that are going to be coming in with the transfer portal, NIL, and all those things. He understands how to get it done, and that is precisely why Michigan State is going to win a national championship inside of five years, if not sooner. Very, very soon, Brian.
2: You know, Jason, when I look at the NIL, I I look at the portal – I look at social media. I look at the way recruiting is done nowadays. Name me three coaches that are better positioned to do that than Mel Tucker. Uh, come on. Three. No, I'm, be, I'm being honest. Name me when you talk when you talk all those things that I mentioned, right? Because this has now become college football has changed dramatically. And I don't want to call it the NFL, but when you know when you have free agency wire, you have the NIL, you have the portal, and you have social media – name me who 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 you think is positioned better for this new era of college football than Mel Tucker I mean
1: I can't I I, I honestly can't I'm looking for that I am looking I'm for I'm being that. honest
2: name you no know,
1: I, I know that the SEC is dominant in in how they carry about their business but I mean you can't let's start with the big Ten like you the kings of the Big Ten you're talking about Michigan and Ohio State right those are the the top Tier programs, Wisconsin. You know, how can you tell me that the head coaches and the staffs at those schools are better suited than what Michigan State has with Mel Tucker and his staff? I I, I can't see that. Go down to the SEC. Uh, you know, obviously you have the 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 dominant kings of the of the college football landscape and. You know, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart and obviously Jimbo Fisher. I mean, Jimbo's got something going on down there. I'll tell you what. It's, it's, what, it called, it's
2: called Bags
1: of Cash. I but, mean, yeah, well, right. wait. NIL is, it, uh, it's, it's, it's legal.
2: Pre NIL, it's called Bags of Cash, but go ahead. Finish. Right now, it's the NIL.
1: And what they're doing at College Station, my goodness, I think they have about. Seven, eight, five stars. If you don't have 24 a bag of if stars. You don't have a bag of
2: cash, would you go to AM college no, station? No, no, no way. No.
1: Yeah, that's I'm not just a,
2: being honest with you. I mean, let's just be I'm honest. Not, that's that's no. Let's be you real here. Me. Let's talk real. If if uh you don't have a bag of cash, but would the you bag go, of cash is real. Would like you, if they want it, would you would, go to would, college would, station? Are, are we gonna say it's not okay
1: to have a bag of cash, take care of mom and daddy, keep the lights on, pay the heat? pay the car note, be able to, be able to, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> hey, come on, man, pay my rent? Are you telling me I, don't, I can't pay my mama's rent so like, I can't hey, go to college? State? Of whoa, course you're going to do that, man. Are
2: we following the rules or not?
1: NIL's NIL's legal. NIL is
2: legal. I'm talking before NIL. If I hand you, you a bag of cash, you whatever can you, you come here? Do, man. I don't
1: know what they doing, Jason. Down there. Hey, Jason,
2: I, I don't know what they doing, man. I'm I'm asking you if I hand you a bag of cash, can you come here before NIL? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> if they doing that, man,
1: hey, like listen, there is no evidence that any of that is being done. I,
2: that's not my question. That that is my that's, question. That's is, my answer. What is I, I your question? I don't need your evidence. I'm asking you. I, you got, this is America, can bro. you, you got to have evidence in America. I don't I, think, listen,
1: it, it, this is college football listen, we're talking listen, about.
2: Listen, listen, listen. I'm all about evidence in America. I'm all about the presumption of innocence. Totally agree with you. 100%. But can you come, can you go to Texas A&M with a bag of cash uh, and be recruited there before NIL is intact?
1: That 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 is illegal, Brian. Can,
2: okay, um, that that got my answer. Thank you. That's all I wanted. So, I'm, I'm. So what's your the, point? The hypotheticals. These are all hypotheticals.
1: So you tell. Okay. All right. So they have. They got.
2: All right. These are all hypotheticals. I don't know why you're taking it so need, personal. We
1: don't. We don't need all that. We just want to beat them.
2: Like, look, 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 I'm We're, saying, we're, we're not worried about beating Texas a and We're to be beating Ohio State. We're, well, we're to about beating Michigan. Jimbo.
1: Well, if I, if Jimbo I'm, If Fisher. I'm 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever it is, you know, some of them kids 25 years old coming out of high school, apparently. That's how it is in Georgia. Big fella, number 99, 26 years old. Nuggerse m- winner. 26 now. Look it up.
2: My son, look it what, up. Twenty six you know, years my old. My son, Nick said, right he looks like it's number
1: ninety nine. I mean, he, he, yeah, everybody want to look like number ninety nine. He's, he's twenty eight a hundred, five thousand pounds. Run, you know, pretty decent. Run. Pretty Good decent. For him. What but a great athlete. man. What a monster in the middle, Good man. For but him. he's twenty six years old, bro. Twenty six. You know, so you you have guys like that, but then you know you also have Jimbo Fisher. Do you want to? Who you want to play for? Coming out of wherever—Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, South Florida, state of Georgia—all over the United States. Who you want to play for, man? That, that's that's what this comes to. When, when we were getting recruited, we, we vibed, if you will—that's the term of today—with George GP. GP was a player's Madden coach. He came into your house with the rings, the Super Bowl rings from the Steelers, the Steel Curtain. And he said, you know, guys, you know, I, listen, I like your coach because uh he likes that red label. And for those of you that don't know what that is, you don't need to know what that is. For those who do know what it is, we're gonna leave it right there. You know, so you know, you're right. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're absolutely right. He hey. was cool, man. And that's what players want to play with. That's who they want to play for. Cool guys. Mel Tucker is cool, man. Happy birthday again, Mel. I mean, Coach, I can't believe you're 50, man. Happy birthday. Hey, for real.
2: Five, happy zero, birthday, January 4th, Capricorn. That North Face. Boots on, you got. Oh that man! Glasses on, you got that Getting swag going. <laughs> you got that Twitter <laughs> handle called Mel Fitz going. Oh, you got, man. coach, you got that shit going on. <laughs> you got it going on. You got it going on, <laughs> baby. You know, I mean, you get it. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get the whole deal. Oh yeah. That's, that's the way this whole deal goes, and. um You know what? Oh, I, I'm if excited you, you, about what the future's going to hold with him. You got North Face boots. You got... North Face Gucci's. Go, you got Gucci's on. <laughs> you got Jim Harbaugh walking in your house wearing cleats. Tell me what Jim Harbaugh was doing. Like, you know, listen,
1: God Who loves, are you playing for? God loves Jim. Who, Who are you playing for? What, what was he doing with them gloves in in the pregame? down there at the Orange Bowl, like, you know, doing the
2: warm-ups and catching. Who are you playing for? The guy that walks in your house with cleats? We don't. <laughs> or somebody wearing Gucci's? Man. I, I mean, it's a very man, simple hey, question. I've seen some of these mom, some of these recruits' moms, they,
1: they ain't happy about the guy, the coach is showing up with Jordans, man. They don't want them to take them shoes off, man, <laughs> before you enter my house. And you coming in with cleats?
0: And, and, and
2: receiver
1: gloves? Man, Let's, get out of here with that, man.
2: So, Michigan plays uh, uh, Georgia in the yeah. college football playoffs. And. Um, there it is, right there, there. Right there. Coach got some gloves See that? on. that? Coach, that's AP Coach of the appreciate Year. appreciate that. Look coach. at that. I mean, Coach, 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 Coach. Coach, Coach, Coach.
1: Coach, Coach, Coach. Coach, Coach. Coach, Coach. Coach, Coach. Coach, Coach. Coach. Coach, Coach. Coach. Coach.
2: Coach. 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 You shouldn't wear like,
1: a white shirt in this. You should not wear the white shirt. I'm this ta- is not nah, a good look. You know, he you took know that what? off before the kickoff. You know I'm, what? He took it off. He knew. He looked at the video. I'm going to tell you right now. He said, no, nah, I can't do this. If he comes
2: knocking on my door he's got cleats on Why did he texted him and said, change he, that shirt? If he's got black black gloves on, a white shirt, and a hat like that, and he's catching <laughs> balls and warm-up, <laughs> I'm going to play for him. You are? Uh, uh, look the, at that. Th- that's crazy. I'm no play way.
1: No, nah, I'd rather play for Jimbo. Hey, Nick, I mean Nick's and, a legend. Nick, Nick's for, different. Nick's for Scott's, doggone show, Mel Tucker over that. So you he, can't do that. Hey, just just be the coach. So walk co- around, motivate your team up, man. You ain't about to catch no balls.
2: So coach is playing uh, Georgia and Michigan had a little rough go against Georgia yeah, playing they in did. the college football playoffs, and um, you know when, when you watch the highlights and you watch the tape. Um, there is a clear disparity in physicalness. Uh, Man, you like me, the way physical, use the tight ends physicality and speed, and the way that uh, this game was played. And I honestly expected Michigan to, to keep that game a little closer. What did you think?
1: No, I, I expected.
2: I, I saw that it was a matchup
1: nightmare for Michigan. Uh, Michigan, the reason that Alabama was and able they to exploit all line in the country. Hold on, Georgia. Wait. The reason that Alabama was able to exploit Georgia was because Alabama could throw the ball down the field. Michigan cannot do that. So Michigan, Bama, what I'm saying is, Ohio State is a better matchup against Georgia than Michigan. Michigan has a good offensive line, yes. They did win... With well, the Davia Bryan award, whatever that, that award is but for that, offensive line. they were line. supposed
2: to dominate that game. They're, they're they the dominate no – man, you see that defensive line from Georgia? They had the top O-line in the
1: country. The, what no, happened? no, no, no. That's the top defensive line. It's not even close. Look look at the – the pocket kept collapsing on him, man. So
2: here's my question to you. Was that a an indictment on the Big Ten? Or no. Or was that an indictment on Michigan playing against Georgia?
1: Yeah, it was just Michigan playing Georgia. That's not the Big Ten because if you look at the, the the records of the bowl records between the Big Ten and, and uh, SEC and, and Big Ten. You know they they, they came out on top. This you is not cel- a this is an, a this is a Michigan three issue.
2: Celebrating. So I actually thought I actually <laughs> thought Michigan was going to keep this game closer. I thought they were going to be more physical than they were.
1: How do you think that?
2: I just did. I, Why? I thought, Why? Because I watched Michigan's offensive line all year. You bought
1: into that Ohio State hype. Ohio State lost because – Or what they did to Michigan There was a wise
2: man, who I will not name, that told me that this Ohio State team was one of the softest teams he has ever seen. Yeah. And so when Michigan played them, I had no doubt in my mind they were going to run down their throat. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, Michigan
1: was sitting back with the baseball bat. Did I
2: expect Georgia to come out and absolutely drub them, dominate them, run them into the ground, and destroy them? No. I did not. I thought it would be a little bit closer. I thought the top offensive line in the country would hold on a little stronger. And I didn't realize what a disparity there was between Georgia and Michigan. Now, what I did realize is that the only team in the Big Ten that can probably hang um, every year, every other year with with the SEC, you know, 1-100 to is Ohio State. That's what I realized because of their ability to recruit and and professionalize the sport the way they've done. But but uh, this Michigan What do you mean by
1: that professionalize the sport?
2: Well I think because they've they've um, they've focused their their kids on their young men on get getting playing true freshmen, get, getting them out of there in three years, um, using it as a as a facility to get their kids uh, to We ain't the come NFL. here to play no school. Is
1: that what you're saying? Yeah,
2: they're not there to play in the school. I mean, Cardell Cardell uh, Jones tweeted yeah. that this weekend. They're not <laughs> they're not there to play in the school. Um, so I, I feel like Ohio State has professionalized the sport, and and um, a, a lot different than the University of Michigan has. And so I think that's uh, when you look at the totality of that. When you besides using that term, when you talk about facilities, when you talk about nutrition programs, sports science talk about uh, budgeting all these things come into play when you're getting young men ready to go to the next league next level and when you talk about Ohio State you look at uh, how many how many young men they've had get drafted in the first second round as opposed to Michigan you know I mean the proof's in the pudding right I mean the proof's in the pudding now when Michigan played Ohio State that I think that they could hang in there and win I did I really did I thought they were more physical than Ohio State um, but I didn't realize the disparity between Georgia and Michigan. I thought it'd be a little bit closer. And for that, I will apologize.
1: <laughs> I will apologize, apologize for that. Apologize, Brian. Because that was wrong to think that Georgia was anywhere near
2: Michigan at Not, all. No, hold on. Georgia now is a three point favorite over Alabama. Yep. heading into the national championship after losing my 17. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. All I know is Why does Ve- Vegas
1: have this one right, Jason? Well, we don't talk about Vegas according to you, but right now we're going to talk why about can't Vegas. Why can we? But so, so, listen. It's very difficult to be the team twice inside of six weeks. In, in college football, any game, but for sure college football, it's very impossible. Is that a term? It's very
2: impossible. It's very impossible.
1: That's, very impossible. <laughs> that's proper to, English. That, that's proper, that, proper grammar. Nino Brown. Look it up. YouTube. <laughs>
2: very impossible <laughs> to have both. Dougie Fresh, where were you tonight? We we're looking for you. Go ahead. Pops. Big Pops in the house. Tony, what's your son? Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Popovsky. Tommy, we hope
1: a, you're watching. Let me tell you what. Tommy Pops, is. Hey, this is somebody that's got to be on the radar. I'm going to talk to Justin Thend and Corey Robinson, the 24-7 rivals, the guys over there. We're going to make sure that he is on the radar because that right there, he's probably the class of 2032, mm-hmm. but he's something Justin special. Justin and
2: Corey, get ready.
1: He's special. He's going to be special.
2: Get ready. We're going to give you a breaking story. Much better than his old man, right? Ten years ahead. Get ready.
1: (laughs) Walla, he's going to be better than his old man. Guess him. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) But, (laughs) so, man, let's talk a little bit about the guys trying to go to the league, man. Good for them. You know, yeah. Kevin Jarvis.
2: So we got Kevin Jarvis. Makes a,
1: makes a jump. You know, told told everybody this week that this is it. Hats off. But he's going to make that leap to the NFL. Hats off to him. You know, he, he put in a lot of work. I think he's a great guard prospect uh, in the NFL. Uh, I don't know what his draft, his draft grade is. I would imagine you, he's going to be he? a...
2: I thought you talked to Mel this weekend, Mel Kuyper. No, <laughs> Mel Tucker, Mel Kuyper. <laughs> no, you don't, you're not sure.
1: Yeah, you know, no. Mel was Mel was busy doing the you know, bowl game stuff. He was he was down yep. there and and you know doing his computer like things. But I, I'll, I'm talking to him tomorrow. We got a Zoom scheduled. We're gonna talk about Kevin Jarvis, and we'll find out exactly what his draft grade is. But that's a that's a road grader now. He's a he's a tough guy. Been through a lot, battle tested in the Big Ten. You know those guys like him, six five, six six, three hundred and fifteen pounds. They don't grow on trees now. And so you know this is a guy that was tough. I think he was a day one starter as a freshman. Um, has a lot of experience under his belt, and we look forward to seeing that Spartan dog carrying it on to the next
2: level. So I got, you know, we got we have Kevin Jarvis has declared. You have uh, Jalen Speedy Naylor. Speedy Naylor. Speedy Naylor has declared as well. This is a heartbreaker,
1: man. Yeah, this is a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's tough. It's a, It's tough. It's tough because, you know, he, he's such a, an explosive player, a fan favorite, a guy that just made explosive play after explosive play. He was injured a lot, but made explosive play after explosive play and <coughs> You know, you, you, you really want a guy like that to come back, especially with Jalen Reed, because, you know, you're looking at what happens there. Jay, Reed stays. Jaden Reed stays. Naylor goes. And one is left to think that what if they just did it one more time?
2: You, you know what, though? You've got to respect their decisions, right? You, you so have you, to. So you have Jarvis. You have Naylor. You have um, uh, uh, I, uh, Hadra Hayward going to the league. And then today, oh well, he yeah he didn't leave early.
1: Connor Hayward, he left on time and had a hell of did a he? bowl Was, game. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah.
2: he's you know he's gone, and then you have Jaden Reed announced that he's staying. So we got some good news, bad news, and we're extremely excited that Reed's staying. But again, that that points to the portal and how important that the portal is, right? I mean, we have Brule coming, Windman coming, Burgle, um, I'm sorry, Berger coming bogle coming especially bogle bogle is somebody that we really really need to depend on really all four of them and and we're not done yet we're not done with the porter as, portal as well but um having um bogle coming is going to be a uh something that is sorely needed sorely missed helping us fill a void burger is somebody that's somebody uh that's really going to help us at, at the tailback position, that I think is a, a, extremely important. Uh, Jacoby Windman is somebody who I think who can run sideline to sideline. Is somebody that can cover. Yeah, cover that can really help us because if you got edge rushers that can that can set the edge, and you got linebackers that can run, you can make up for a lot of deficiencies on defense. And uh, then obviously Aaron Brele. So you know we're we're not done yet. We ain't done yet. As Coach Tuck said, so we have, uh, we have four commits from the, the portal, and uh, we're hoping to add a few more, and uh, we're excited about it. Any input in there, Jason? Anybody uh, that- all
1: I know is we got breaking news, Brian. Breaking. Break it for us. Breaking news. Make it official for us right now. It's official. Michigan State has named per Mel Tucker. Per Mel Tucker. Ephraim Reed is the new running back coach for Michigan State University football.
2: So we want to give credit out to the 247 guys. Justin Thin and Corey Robinson were the first to break this. But we are making this official today per Mel Tucker. Ephraim Reed will become or has already become the new running backs coach for the for Michigan State University, which bodes well for for a lot of lot of things on many fronts. One in particular is uh, his contacts within the state of Georgia. Tell us tell us a little bit about Ephraim, Jason. I mean, he's just a
1: guy that players gravitate towards. They love him. He's a guy that has high energy. He's a young guy, and you know you credit a lot, and it's not been talked about, but. When you look at what Kenneth Walker was able to do, you know he had a lot, a real steady hand on his improvement, the way that he was able to carry about his business and prepare for the game and prepare for the Big Ten. Uh, Ephraim, he's the guy that. It was sad when he was signed to go to Georgia Southern, uh, and and Fie- Piegler was still the running backs coach. It was hard for a lot of people on the staff to let him go. Uh, because it just wasn't room, and, and you know they wanted to see the best for him and have that opportunity to go uh, create his own path. But once Piegler went on to Florida to be joined back with his his old buddy uh, down in Florida as a as a the the tight ends coach for the Gators, a spot became open, and it was they really shut down all interviews. This was going to be an inside. Um, Higher promotion from within, uh, and and this is somebody that everybody wanted to uh, to keep in East Lansing. You know, I, there was there's a lot of talk, a lot of buzz around other coaches trying to get interviews and wanting to come into town, and former players like Cedric Irvin. You know, God bless him, wanting to throw his hat in the ring. But from all accounts, everything that we've heard and everything that we are told. By the
2: staff and players on that team, Ephraim's a guy. So, so just to be clear, this has been rumored about for many weeks. Um, Justin Thind and uh, Corey Robinson were were the first to mention this and break this. We are here to just to confirm this. Uh, this is right out of Coach Tucker, Coach Tucker's mouth, that. Um, Ephraim Reed will become the next running backs coach at Michigan State University and uh, you know we're excited to have him Uh, we thought we lost him to Georgia Southern he has deep ties in the state of Georgia he is highly respected and highly regarded and um, you know we're excited to have him aren't we Jason we are so excited to have him the coaches are happy
1: the players are happy that makes us happy so congratulations Ephraim on your new position as the running backs coach for Michigan State football, happy to have you here. Look forward to uh, a fantastic career. And we talk about coaches, that we can't. We, I'd be remiss if we forgot to talk about Coach Cap and the fact that he is oh, staying in East Lansing. That's my
2: guy right there, Cap. Coach Cap, where are you, babe? <laughs> Loyal. That's where he is. Uh, ride or die. That's right my there. man. Coach Cap, who was um, highly pursued and the highly sought after, you know Lincoln Riley chose a very rare quality nowadays: loyalty. Chose loyalty to Mel Tucker, decided to stay in East Lansing, and help build that juice squad. Build that juice squad where, (laughs) you know, third and two you want to win a big 10 championship third and two third and three closed end the horseshoe minus 18 yard line coming out needing a first down you got an offensive line that can get that first down for you that's how you win big 10 championships you go on the road get that first down when you need it and you and you show that physicality and uh you know coach camp is highly regarded within the staff and uh you know, somebody that uh, uh many folks consider a, a ride or die candidate. So Coach Cap, we're happy to have you and keep you. And uh you're part of the family and we're uh we're excited for you. So uh thank you for sticking by and uh you know, Coach, think the world's of you and congrats. Juice Squad. Juice we're gonna call you the juicer from now on. <laughs> That's what you are. Cap, love that juice squad. The juicer, that's what you are. So, listen, a lot of great things heading towards um, heading for Michigan State football. Can't wait to see what twenty twenty two holds, and uh, we're really, really, really excited. But uh, Chef now begins to head towards basketball, right?
1: Put the bowl game
2: pies. Bowl game behind us. Many of you watching the show think we don't know much about basketball. You're only (laughs) watching us for football, and you're absolutely wrong. Absolutely (laughs) wrong because Coach Izzo calls me to diagram plays. For there it is, right there. There it is. He calls me to diagram plays. Coach Izzo calls you. Yep. And um, you think they believe that? It doesn't matter It's our show <laughs> It's our show It doesn't it's, matter okay. Just just go ahead Coach, that in there Get that. on Twitter So I could tag you And like You know Act like you're looking But 12 and 2 3 and 0 in the Big Ten Ranked number 10 in America And you got You got a better That's squad That's two top 10
1: teams By the way
2: It is And you got a better squad Than um, Maybe not that you thought But most people think And uh When we looked at that roster from A to Z and we saw the potential of that roster, uh, we're pretty excited about that basketball team. You know, you walked in. Listen, there's no greater advantage, home court advantage, than college basketball and going on the road in a hostile environment with them sitting atop of you. And to start 3-0 in the Big Ten and to win two of those, I believe, on the road um, speaks volumes to your program, especially such a young team. And I guess it, you know I guess college basketball has become that. It's become a, um, a, 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 a bunch of programs with young teams. So you've done, you've done great things, right? Being ranked top 10 and 3 in0 in Big Ten play, and uh, coming home here to versus University, Nebraska, and then going to, um, going to enemy, enemy territory at school down south, what do we call them? Down the to, road? Down the road, yeah. Down the road School here. down the road, man. January 8th, going down the road. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's funny because every program yo-yos, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, for, you know, some reason, January 4th, time Izzo has them 12-2, <laughs> 300 <laughs> of the Big Ten. Everybody... You know, ripping Joey Hauser and ripping some of the, 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 the young men the way they're playing. Joey Hauser has been the best player of the last three games. Picking up his confidence. Tyson Walker learning the offense. A.J. Hoggart better than we thought. Marcus Bingham taking over. Bingham taking over. the You know, the, the becoming the alpha dog of the program. Gabe Watson on the wing. Uh, hitting shots that he's supposed to hit that we expect them to hit and all of a sudden you have this top 10 team and it's early right it's early for basketball we're not used to this we're used to this january mid-january early february lull where we lose you know four of eight and everybody starts to wonder what's going on and uh then when march rolls around all of a sudden things start to come together but you're seeing this pro this team come together and and play solid basketball and I guess when he got what eight banners. Giving <laughs> the guy credit doesn't mean much, but um you know, what does Tom Izzo mean not only to the to the, to the university, to the program, but to the university? Bubble cuss.
1: What he means is everything. Tom Izzo feels like, you know, this team right here can do something special. They can make a deep run. No question, bubble, no question, bubble. So when we look at, like you just listed all those great starters and players and contributors, how they're gelling is what's most impressive to me right now. You know what I'm saying, pops? It's it's crazy how they're how they're able to cross over all adversity and still stand in the face of adversity, you know, and overcome. It's the way that they're interacting with Coach. You look at how, you know, everybody knows Coach Izzo is a grinder. He's tough. He wants the best. He demands the best out of his players. But the way, I mean, I'm seeing Walker, he's on the sideline going over there after he fouled out against uh, Northwestern, and he's beating himself up with his arm around Coach like, "Uh, uh," Coach is whispering in his ear, like, you screwed up here, you screwed up there, you, you know, and that's why you got to go sit your butt on the bench. And he sits on the bench and he's like, self. You know, it's it's one of those um, things where I, as, a, as a former athlete, you know, you can look in the eyes of that kid on the TV and you say, you know what, he's going to get better because of this. It hurts now, but it's going to be better later, bubble cuss. So this is where we are. This is exactly where we
2: are. I'm telling you, you, it's so funny because every year, this time of the year, everybody questions Tom Izzo. And how many more times do we have to hear about what is Izzo doing in January? What is he doing in February? And all of a sudden, come March, you match, mold, mix. You know, like like a piece of clay.
1: Yeah, the Potter's house,
2: baby. That's what it is. Come you ever March. heard of the Potter's House? Come March. Like T D J. Like come March, it's all a Do we have that box score for Northwestern? Is O T D. You know, I think a cup Jason, what surprises you the most so far this year, the basketball program? Which what surprised me? The yeah, play size eighty fig, What surprised you the most?
1: Ah, man, I, I would say Bingham Jr., man, the way that he's playing now. He's got range. He can shoot it. Izzo don't want him to shoot it, but he can still shoot it. He still took that three, if you look at right, over for 1 on the three-point. But he's getting down, and he's banging nine rebounds. Four for eight um, field goal percent, you know, 50%. He's got to raise that a little bit. But, you know, he's able to go 24 minutes, a guy who is able to get to the rim – He's got he's he's the modern day big man. That's exactly what they're looking for at the next level, where he has range. He can shoot it. He can get down low. He's both. Gabe Brown is just a leader, all the way around. He can shoot that ball. And uh, to me, I, I just like to, the walk of the transfer man. He he's doing his thing. Christie is a is a baller. Oh, he's gonna be good. He's a baller. He is gonna
2: you know hit a hometown hit a, uh, a homecoming. Needs. Yeah. You know, he, he had a homecoming there in, in Chicago. Yeah, um, you have. Mom was an old Northwestern player. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, have- you see,
1: you see, you know, she was a great old Northwestern player. By the way, I might add. Yeah. And, and you know, great athletes have great athletes. Go figure. That's why. Uh, zoos, how does that
2: happen? I don't. I don't
1: know. Is that jeans? It's yeah. Is that zoos. maybe
2: why that your ask son K- is offered by Alabama, uh, or Michigan, K- K- you, straight, say, uh, ask, grade?
1: you know, I mean, ask Because you're a
2: great athlete.
1: That's just what it is. You know, uh, subpar athletes can have great athletes. So maybe she's subpar. I don't know. I didn't see the tape. I need to see the film on Miss Christie pre Christie, before she had Mr. Christie, I need to see. Because usually when they're not, you know, Hall of Famers don't have Hall of Famers. You, you know that's not true. It's it's those ones that are right on the fringe. That's a whole other show. We can have a whole show on that alone. Like, what level are we all nicking? What level are we going to be in where we can see what, what's the max Athlete, you can be. <laughs> what, what you laughing about, man? What's <laughs> wh- wh- where are we at? <laughs> you talking, Dyson Walker? Everybody's thinking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got Dyson Walker. Listen, winning on the road is harder. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, tell you, there is nothing more enjoyable than doing a show with J.C. You know, nothing, nothing more enjoyable than hanging out with this guy. I'm going to tell you right now.
1: We have to go. We have to talk. Listen, we have to now. We have to segue DK over to, Wanderer,
2: we, we have need to, to get you on this show. Uh, MSU Chief Propaganda, we got to get you on this show. We need to get. No, we have to segue to Her, Herbie, man. Like Peace, in, in James. Hell. Gotta we're get you get on the show. All, them, them, Darko get, State News. Yeah, man, Shapiro. All of Justin, them. Justin. All not Shapiro. Them. He's Greek, not Jewish. Spiro. We're gonna get you on the show. We're gonna get nil podcast. Happy Matt New Sheehan. Year. We're Happy you, New Year on to everybody. Show. By the way. Happy New Year to everybody
1: except Kirk Herbstreit. In uh. Herb and, and,
2: and, uh we're all, yeah. I mean. In Howard. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Herbstreit and uh, what's, what's his, his name? His name?
1: Uh, <laughs> That r- Kirk Herbs, Herbie, and that that what's Howard? Haller. I don't, I don't know his name. I don't know his name.
2: What's that his name? running? That receiver from Ohio State. What's the receiver? No, he's from Michigan. No, the, the other no, schools. No, Kirby, it was curb, curb Herbstreak and uh, I, God damn Desmond. Besides Desmond, Des, Des, besides Desmond, it was the it's other. It's Desmond Howard. It was the other gentleman. It was uh, the other Buckeye receiver that talked about this. Is a different era and players should play during bowl games and all that. And and you know you look at Matt Corral from uh, 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 Ole Miss getting hurt, and and these guys. It's this is a different era of college football, it right? It is. It oh, is a Joey, different era. Joey, uh, there it is, right there. Desmond I, did you're, say you're it. You're bringing up some Ohio State guys. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. I think
1: that this is just the era. This era of player just doesn't love football. Really, Herbie? Herbie. Come on now, Come
2: Herbie. On, man. That's you 30 know, years ago, we brother. Saw, we just
1: saw Herbie down in New York. You got to be better than that, Herbie. He tried to clarify it later on, but Desmond, I mean, here Desmond, Desmond wants a co-sign.
2: sense of entitlement. Here, here we go. You have these young men now in the era of NIL, in the era of the portal, in the era of, you know, bowl games that don't mean as much. I mean, with all due respect, I mean, we all – listen, we're Spartans. Nobody wanted Kenneth Walker to play more than Jason and I. Right. Nobody did. Absolutely, right? The Pitt fans. Yeah. Nobody wanted Kenny Pickett to play more than they did. He was calling plays. Yes, but when 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 you're when you're talking about their future and you're talking about you know the, them and how just if we if we're really worried about them and want to recruit the best to come to our universities this is not 1982. No. It's not. No. I mean let's just face this it. This sure show ain't 1982 money. We, no. We have to I'll protect tell you what. we have to protect our young men and and if they're not protected Make sure they're properly advised. Make sure they have a Lloyd's of London policy. Make sure they have a business insurance policy. If if not, make sure the bowl buys them a policy. I mean, these are some of the things that we have to do to make sure that if you want to see more of these young men play in these games, these are the things that have to happen. Because folks, nil is just a start. News flash, folks. Yeah. It's a business now. Oh man! It's a business. Business decision. It's a, it's a complete business decision. At the end of the day, you got to ask yourself one question: Who's negan? That's, That's it. it.
1: When you think about what Kenny Pickett and you know the you lost Kenny Pickett from Pitt, how did those guys perform without him? They did a phenomenal job. They were able to adapt. They were able to they were able to play their second not only their second string guy who broke his collarbone non-business decision, who's Nikon's. And then you look at the third guy comes in and plays lights out for a third-string quarterback on that stage in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That was incredible for a young man to be able to do that. So give those guys an opportunity. yes. Kenny Pickett had to go on to greener pastures. Up in the booth, calling plays. Who's and then he's he's still going to be a first round draft pick, which everybody needs those. Kenneth Walker, God bless him. He's out there working out. He's doing all the cool that he wanted to do, so that he could be able to provide for his family. Michigan State didn't run the ball very well. That's fine. They didn't run the ball very well, but. Peyton Thorne was able to find his groove at the end of the day. He didn't have his best stuff early on, but was able to find the groove and at the end find Jaden Reed, his old Little oh, League teammate.
2: Who's coming back? Who's coming, coming back. back, baby? Hey, and we will be back next week. Thank you so much for joining Inside the Locker Room. I am Brian Mosalem along with my co-host Jason Strayhorn. You are watching Inside the Locker Room. Good night, called- God bless. Go green. Go white.
0: He and stopped him. Him. He, he stopped He, he stopped. Nice start. block.
1: Wow. Great penetration surge through the middle of that. Michigan State first and
3: goal. Why? Why?
0: Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this
2: a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than
0: T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during
3: times of congestion. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B-O-D-Y dot com.